0: comics to me it's time for us to talk about comic books it's uh it's really fucking cold outside and snowy and there's no way that either of us are leaving our homes so we're we're gonna do this over zoom uh if you're watching we're gonna do like two weeks but separate so we'll see you both times or you'll hear, hear us both times i'm yes. Chim champenstein i'm heather and uh i don't know <laughs> uh go ahead heather you take it away
1: all right so first my hands are all sweaty for some reason um i have this book called um Earthman wholesomely deranged the sublime interstellar works of robert nunn i've been very excited about this for some reason i have no idea why uh, i saw it in previews and just had to get it um basically uh, robert nunn he was born in the 30s and he started drawing comics and stuff in the 70s He self-published them in the 90s, but they weren't really discovered until the 2000s. And each issue that he did, there was only, like, 500 copies printed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, just started reprinting his books. There are a bunch of comic strips that are done um, about, like, satanic panic and stuff like that. There's... What does it say? There is... They describe them in a funny way. Um, Heavily sedated depictions of diabolic vampires and blood transfusion performing robots. It's a very, very silly book, but yeah, it's just a bunch of comic strips that he drew about satanic panic and just 70s crazy shit, I guess. (laughs) It was was a lot of fun, um, especially like the weird characters that he drew, drew. There's this one vampire that makes an appearance throughout all of his comic strips. That's just silly, like a really silly, goofy vampire. So there she is. (laughs) Yeah, it was just a lot of fun. So I was very, very excited about this. Um, It was $7.99, which was a bit of a bummer. Especially because it's like it's on newspaper.
0: Yeah, no, I really when I gave it. When I, when I yeah when I was like flipping out of the like getting it out of the thing to give to you it was like oh this is not nice
1: no it does not feel good um but it is a again a lot of fun so I mean I think if you enjoy this kind of particular <laughs> style of book um I think you yeah. might enjoy it but yeah earth man
0: <laughs> okay I have uh, Dead Seas. This is issue number one.
1: I love that cover.
0: Yeah, the cover is so good. That's I think part of the reason I actually grabbed this issue or this book because I was like, yeah, the cover's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is by Kevin Scott, and then Nick Brokenshire does the art. Uh, It's about ghosts and incarcerated people who are fighting ghosts on the ship off in the middle of the ocean um okay I did not personally really like it I like the art a lot like and I like the colors a lot like the monster and the echoplasm was like
1: oh yeah that's so neat yeah like I
0: like that a lot um it just felt like there were like a lot of words but with like nothing really there if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which is how I feel about Stephen King novels sometimes.
1: I understand what you were saying 100%.
0: Uh, and it's like, it it's not bad. It was just one of those things where I feel like I needed a little bit more. Like I felt like I was supposed to really connect with the main character, but it just wasn't there. Right. Uh, so I just special, I had just special ordered this one. So I probably won't keep reading it
1: okay
0: i think Um, that's fair yeah it's just it's not bad it's not not what i want uh so then next i have uh stuff of nightmares this is issue number four i really won't go into this too much
1: because heather i assume you want to read it yeah I'm, i'm gonna pick it up on saturday
0: but yeah this just wraps up the story of the brothers who are making monsters and i don't know i just i really really love this a lot like it's a lot of fun um i don't know because it is rl stein but it is it does feel a little bit more like adult themed mm-hmm. there's something about it that's like a really good like nostalgia factor cause it's just like it's definitely his stuff and the art also works really great with it so i don't know i had a really great time i love the ending of this book like the ending was honestly probably one of my favorite parts of the whole entire story where I was just like oh, okay cool
1: that's exciting I can't like wait when,
0: to read it yeah well and you know like when you get to the end of like some horror movies where it does that thing and you're just like oh I didn't even think about that
1: yeah okay cool I can't even remember if I picked up number three I remember yeah, I, reading it at the shop but I don't think I bought my copy that I pulled. I'll I'll check on Saturday.
0: <laughs> all right, you ready? Yes. Okay, so next we have uh The Witcher. This is uh The Ballad of Two Wolves. This is issue number 1. This is kind of a I guess a take on Little Red Riding Hood and The Three Little Pigs all mm-hmm. in one time uh featuring Dandelion and our boy G
1: we i love that after years that name has just stuck with us every time we talk about the witcher that makes me really happy uh, uh
0: i when i am playing the game i do refer to him as gerald
1: <laughs> anymore i it's still our g you know our man g there he is um yeah it's just uh dandelion and our g they travel cool. to a town that oh yeah so good yep and they are tasked with hunting a werewolf that's yeah that's pretty much it i love the pages um where endelion is singing his song Mm -hmm. and it like has the lyrics and stuff but then you have like the art for it i i love how that is done specifically i love these books like Bartov or is just doing a very good job on writing these like small witcher stories
0: yeah i love the art in this one a lot too like the, the colors themselves like are really interesting and spots yeah. like really bright and like sh- I don't know strange I guess
1: yeah they're um, like otherworldly.
0: I just I love how like gross Geralt looks too. Mm-hmm. Like the fruit that first panel.
1: He's going through it, you know. Uh, but
0: I don't like the nice thing about this one too is just like the first the last or the first the last uh Witcher story we read. Like was such a fucking downer. Mm -hmm.
1: Mhm. Oh yeah. (laughs) What was that one called? Was that the the flowers of flesh and no? For some reason, I thought it was like a witches of something. Let me look it up real quick because I I just I'm thinking of the flowers of flesh and blood, but that was the one I think before that. So I just remember witches lament. Yes. Yeah. Or was it fading memories? I don't know maybe it was both of them I don't know those two both came out last year I think oh no Fading Memories came out the year before, the year before. yeah yeah and so the Witch's Lament was last year yeah
0: okay I feel like it was Witch's Lament one yeah Because it was like the lady ended up the lady was like I, I don't know I don't want to talk about I don't want to ruin that story because I think it's, it was really good but I just remember like if not the last one the last couple were just like bummer bummer story so it's nice a nice little like thing to have like dandelion and like a little bit of funniness like in there
1: yeah I was gonna say the first one that I got from the shop back in 2018 that was a flesh and flame and that was the mm-hmm. last one that had dandelion in it so it was a, yeah very like lighthearted and kind of like a fun adventure whereas yeah the fading memory really? whatever that one
0: which is lament
1: yeah yeah um fading memories which is lament yeah those were very much like not as bright as the ones with dandelion in it and i do love that contrast because it just proves what kind of character dandelion is and i love love when he's a part of these comics
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i'm actually i'm replaying witcher 3 right now (laughs) very nice I've been doing like uh, the dandelion storyline, so I like spent re- a long time. Like I gotta get the I gotta get
1: dandelion. I need I need it. Um, I was thinking about restarting that as well, since I have m- I have my copy back, right?
0: I thought I had given
1: it back. Okay, no, them. I thought so too, but I, I for some Maybe, reason I mentioned- I'll, I'll look in I'll look downstairs
0: when we're done, and we'll really see. Uh, the nice thing is I'm playing on PS5, and they just did the like uh new gen update oh okay so I started playing it like right before break ended and I've just been like I, I need
1: I need this game good good. okay then I'm pretty sure I got mine back then because the only reason I questioned it was because you said you started playing it again and in my head that made me think you still had it but I remember you saying that that was what you were going to do and I'm 99% sure my copy is downstairs on the entertainment center so
0: <laughs> I'm glad everybody could get through that with us <laughs>
1: yeah the you know from point a to b to z we fig- we'll figure stuff out we're getting or there. point g if you will i will <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna talk about my next comic mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: okay this is ghost planet uh this is a scout one shot before i talk about it i do have to say it smells so good like i can't believe how good this book smells
0: the cover feels so good
1: yeah, like the whole book, like even the pages and stuff, like when you turn it, I don't know how well you can hear it. Oh, yeah. It sounds like thick paper. Yeah. Quality book in terms of the way it feels and looks. Um, so this book is about a family who is traveling to another planet to pretty much figure out if uh, it can sustain life because the traveling spaceship that they're on or whatever that is housing like tons and tons of people it's running out of like resources and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's a dad a daughter a son and then the son's wife they go to this planet to kind of scope it out on the planet there's like a fungus that is taking over like controlling them essentially and again it's a one shot so the story goes like really quick mm. um it was I, I liked it I liked it quite a bit especially for like how fast it went and for you are not really given like all of the information to understand like well what happened like why are they living on this spaceship and mm-hmm. I do like that a lot but the thing that I like the most about it is the art and the colors just because it, there's like just It just looks really, really cool. Like the, um, as I was going through it, I realized that like the, the blue is like feelings, like Uh scenes that trigger like certain feelings and stuff. The, the purple is like the horror aspect of it. Um, the orange is like a trigger's I guess like things that happen that like trigger the characters which uh, okay. that's how I interpreted it anyway and so I thought that was just really cool um but yeah really quick not a happy ending um uh, I loved it I thought it was fantastic if it was more than one issue I don't think I would be as into it but again because it goes so quick and you get like the beginning and the end like super fast mm-hmm. I was into it that's cool
0: nice little like horror sci-fi
1: yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Cause the fungus is like controlling these people and like taking them to a certain part of the planet where they're like absorbed by the fungus. So it's, it's really cool. I like it. The scary parts of it. Um, the grotesque, like body horror is done mm-hmm. really well because it is still like, it's not obscene by any means. It's very yeah. brief, but it may, it, one of the panels, like, made me very uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> all right, that's good, though. That's good yeah, stuff. no,
1: it was, I really enjoyed it. And I honestly didn't even remember ordering it until I, like, saw it in my pile. So <laughs> it was a nice little surprise.
0: Uh, all right, should I go? Yes. I got a, I got a couple. So I have Sabretooth and the Exiles. This is issue number two. Uh, Sabretooth and his Exile friends. Are going to uh, this Orcus prison to try and rescue uh, what's his name Peacemaker, and Nanny is telling them like if Peacemaker gets his like shit off, things are about to go haywire. It's kind of what happens. Um, you also find out that I think Doctor Barrington. Has created these, like, coils that have a way to dampen or, like, basically stop mutant powers from happening or, like, occurring.
1: Before they happen, like...
0: Or even as they are happening. okay. So she's, like, inserted this coil, for instance, well, like, in this issue, into a lot of people, but into sabretooth. So it's, like, dampening his, like,
1: uh,
0: healing factor.
1: Okay, that's... Uh, but Pretty she's, cool. like,
0: made it on a bigger level, and it's, like, a whole experiment. So, yeah, I thought that was a really interesting thing. Uh, And she talks about, like, she has a letter to, like, orcas higher-ups about, like, birth control and how birth control was first studied on, like, people, like, these women who were incarcerated and how birth control was, like, also then... uh used to like experiment like before it was used to like make sure it was safe on women in Puerto Rico and -hmm. then talking about like her and then she like wraps that up into like her own studies with this coil and the fact that she's used like a bunch of mutants as like test subjects as well um so yeah I thought that was like this book continues like to be something very very interesting like where it wraps up a I think the thing that like works with this book and like what it's trying to say is it's a lot about like utopias and like what we like X-Men as a whole especially right now is like you know they made this utopia so it's a lot about that and like how that affects like other people Mm -hmm. that's all I have to say about Sabretooth and the Exiles.
1: Okay I do have one thing to say about Sabretooth is the cover artist I can't remember who it is but I love the way that they draw Sabretooth That's Mm -hmm. all I was gonna say. Like, that cover is great. Like, he looks terrifying on that cover. This
0: is actually a a B cover. Hold on. So, I think this is the uh, Eben Koyeo.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I I remember like pulling that out when I was doing the penguin check in and stuff. And I was like, oh, I like that cover a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I've been looking at the B covers for this couple, like this book a lot too. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so then next I have Chroma. This is issue number two. This is also one I won't really talk as much about because I know Heather wants to read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do continue loving this. I do continue to love this series. <laughs> uh, the use of colors and uh, the black and white really do blow me away. I I really am interested in like where the story is going. I don't feel like this was as strong of as an issue as, like, the first one.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I still am, like, I'm in this world. I need to know what happens. I'm still there's only
1: three issues, right?
0: Three or four. It okay. is a pretty short one. Okay. Um. Yeah. It was just, uh, eh. There's something about it that I really, really enjoy.
1: Cool. I'm excited to read it. And I will pick that up on Saturday as well. <laughs>
0: All right, so next we have Hitomi. Mm-hmm. This is issue number three. Um, witches.
1: Yeah, the 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 girl and the samurai are kind of tasked with solving a problem that this village is having, where all the men are getting killed as they pass through a certain area, like on a like a certain road. But the women are being untouched, so they are investigating it to try to figure out, like, what is happening and why it is happening. I really liked this issue. I did, like, too. The art is, of course, really, really good, but the the way that the blood is drawn within here is just, it, it's just a beautiful book, like, the way that it looks. I, I don't think I'll ever get over that.
0: Yeah, I just like I also like the way the story is told quite a bit. Uh especially yeah. like this this issue where uh you know, it's like a morally gray area where like she feels very like wronged by like the mission they're set up on and like the actions of like the samurai she's with and I really like how he basically like kind of sets her off on his her own mission and what she feels is right because it is you know i don't know
1: like it's a story about honor which yeah. i think is very interesting cuz yeah it is morally gray honor cuz obviously that kind of stuff is all dependent on your own opinion on what you consider right and what you consider wrong mm-hmm. so i do think that is is very interesting and i like that you to kind of struggle with her with yeah. that sort of stuff
0: well yeah cuz like we- yeah, it, it felt really fucked up mm-hmm. and i was just like god damn it but then i also i also understood like yeah and then i i was also like mad at her like for her actions so i think it is like a very good balance and a very like yeah it's a really interesting story and i really really like it i'm this is one of those books where i'm really glad i started reading it
1: yeah me too um i'm glad that i did end up adding it and because i only special ordered that first one and then immediately added it because i i it's worth picking up it's worth reading
0: oh my god i didn't even notice like this one panel set up like the panels are actually broke down with like swords
1: yeah see that was my favorite page because of the way that the the blood looks on that page
0: oh it's like great. on the
1: swords and stuff it's so good
0: Uh great art okay sorry
1: okay i will go next I have covered the dead with lime. This is issue number three. This is another one where I, before I talk about the actual book, I just need to say, that the pages of this particular issue feel so nice, like the highest quality that this book has put out so far. Um, this is a very small publisher. This is Blood Moon Comics. Um, they do not have very many comics. I I am reading two out of probably four that they have out <laughs> right now. Uh, But this particular story is set in the uh, Middle Ages during the Black Plague. Uh, This one man is dealing with, you know, like the Black Plague instead of them just dying. They come back as zombies. That was the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So he is dressed as a plague doctor and he's on a mission trying to find this one woman who had sent him a letter who needs help. Um, So he's like traveling across desolate land and stuff between all these zombies and stuff to get to her but this issue goes into um how he became the plague doctor and like the death of his son and when he realized like it's not just killing people it's bringing them back too so he knows something is wrong so he's trying to do good like he's trying to make it so that his son's death wasn't like worthless or whatever I do really surprisingly enjoy this book and I like the art a lot, even though it's not like good. Mm-hmm. It just works really well for the story. It's like, it's just dark. And it just, I don't know yeah. if it was done in any other kind of story. I don't think I would like it at all, but because of the type of story that it is, I think it works really well. Um, I would not recommend this to anyone just because I just don't know who I would the kind of person that I would recommend it to you know like how how would I sell that that type of book because yeah it is my specific interest and so I know that I I would like it but it's like yeah it's a small publisher's middle age book about black plague zombies
0: <laughs> I don't know that sounds like something a lot of people might get
1: yeah but again it's not like good it's just <laughs> I I <laughs> enjoy it <laughs> And those kind of books, I always feel like kind of bad when I like recommend them to people and they're like, yeah, I don't like it. And I'm like, well, yeah, I didn't think that you would. I'm just like trying to tell you like, I like it.
0: <laughs> this is about me. Not yeah, you. This is
1: mine. I was just telling you how much I enjoy it. You didn't have to. <laughs> uh.
0: Good. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot two. I was doing two this time. Yeah.
1: Um, and then I have uh, Frank Frazetta's Death Dealer. This is issue number eight. Um, Curse and Hell pretty much trying to retrieve the soul of the boy that uh, Death Dealer accidentally mm-hmm. killed in a bloodlust. And things are not mm-hmm. going well for them um, because they're in hell. This one page, I just. Need they're in hell. It. <laughs> That's sick, though. It's so That's good. So like, awesome. I don't know what it is in this one. It's the same artist as it ha- always has been, but like, there are some panels in here that are like so good. I I can't. This book is really really good, but they're they're fighting like a monster and Death Dealer is kind of explaining more about how he's a demigod and explaining that like Kerr can't invoke him all of the time because he's not that powerful. Like he made himself seem way more powerful than he actually is, which is how he gets away with a lot of stuff, but yeah, no this i i really really enjoy this book
0: okay.
1: it's like the use of colors and stuff too yeah it's great and there's a whole nasty banging scene in the beginning which <laughs> i was going to show you but i'm not going to now because it's obscene like i was, it's I was obscene. A little, it is i was like a little disturbed because i didn't know what was happening at first i was like what is she doing and then he like mounts her and i was like I will show you I'll show it to you <laughs> so this is how it starts okay she's like sitting naked on and then she turns around mm-hmm. and I
0: was like wait is that know? a that, that's not a normal guy
1: no this oh, is I, a, just, I just assumed
0: it was like a human being
1: no and I think that's what makes it obscene and then he says that's my good little whore oh,
0: <laughs> and weird. mounts her it's strange okay yeah
1: it's it was a little obscene um so yeah that's how it started and I was like what am I reading why am I reading this and then it makes sense why there's a naked woman right there
0: I can't really even see oh yeah
1: it took me forever to see that I was like what am I looking at flip it upside down (laughs) those are titties So anyway, that's Death Dealer. That's issue number eight. I love this story. It's so much fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh goodness. Um. So then I have Eve, Children of the Moon. This is issue number three. Um. This introduces like a new protocol in like Eve's trying to save the Earth stuff. We're we're real deep in here. I'm just gonna keep going great book uh all basically a little little girl like young young woman trying to save the earth. young women trying to save the earth
1: okay yeah because that's the like almost done with that story arc right mm-hmm. i think Which there's is like the second part of the story technique yeah so you're a bit in
0: yeah um then i have something is killing the children this is issue number 27 um Erica's basically just fighting like a really big bad monster and also a another human big bad monster that is coming after her. You learn more about this like monster that apparently can shapeshift into anybody and uh the person who's been coming after Erica kind of uses that to their advantage.
1: I heard that that issue was like really good.
0: Yeah, this issue was really good. Okay. This book is really fucking good. But, like, this issue was, like, very, like, intriguing and interesting. I think next week is, like, the that one shot. I the can't book remember what it's called. Slaughter. The Book of Slaughter.
1: Yeah. I think I ordered... I think I ordered it. I, I hope I did, because I meant to. So, I'm... I don't know. It's, like...
0: I really don't understand how this like story is still going and still like super consistent and really good it's it's mind-boggling honest to be honest with you
1: Um, yeah and still like interesting and stuff mm -hmm.
0: especially like this far in where I'm like okay like the beats are still there I still love reading it like I wouldn't say usually at 27 issues you're just kind of like okay like what's going on here what are you doing but this like does a really great job of just like developing the story and throwing in different parts where it's just like consistently interesting consistently like filled with action or some sort of thing happening um and just like you're getting like constant development of the world or the characters like whether they be characters you don't know if you'll see ever again or if they be their characters that you like like erica you've been following the whole time um yeah it's it's dumb here we are. I
1: still in can't good get over. Way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In a very good way. It's just like, I still can't get over like when I read that first issue and now I'm still here. And mm-hmm. i like, this is one of my favorites.
1: I remember when you read that first one.
0: Yeah. I will never forget it. Like I will never forget like getting to the last page and be like, no.
1: Yeah. I remember we had that whole conversation about like, monsters and how they appear to like adults versus children we mm-hmm. had a really long conversation about that one time about our theories and stuff i don't know why that's like what i remember from you reading that book but it was that whole conversation that we had
0: uh, okay i'm done now though for real. okay
1: and it's both of us now right
0: yes it is okay. and then the one after it is me
1: okay and then i have one more as well
0: okay so we're good we got batman yeah. superman this is world's, this is world's finest, finest um this just continues the story arc of thunder boy and the,
1: joker and the key is that his name yeah the, the joker Hawk? and the key <laughs> the key yeah. okay key Master. They are, yeah they uh kidnapped david and they're trying to get him to say who batman and superman's like real identities are but he won't break because he is unfortunately a good boy
0: yeah and then he kind of snaps.
1: Yes. Which I would have too. Honestly, if that pale-faced fucking loser
0: just beat you with a crowbar.
1: Beating me with a crowbar and like laughing about it, I'd be I would be so upset about it. I yeah. know. Um, I I know we say this every single issue so far, but like Dan Mora's art and Tamara's colors are are just so 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 mm-hmm. good. Um I love it take the, the fact that they're taking these characters that have been around forever and like making them their own. Um, and one of my favorite panels in here is this one where he's torturing him, but he's wearing David's bandana. Oh, I yeah. thought that was really funny, I don't know why it just seemed like such a joker thing to do.
0: <laughs> it is very much though,
1: it's uh, but yeah, he they do such a good job on this book, and I despite not really. I wouldn't say caring for these characters I'm not as interested in these ones as like normal um but I am so interested in the story like it is it, yeah it, I do like reading it every time it comes out
0: it's a lot of fun if nothing yeah. else like it's yeah, just it like, consistently like fun I guess it like also looks great every time so like
1: yeah yeah and that I think that could be a big part of it because like, a couple of the issues have just been kind of, like, not necessarily filler, but it's just nothing real exciting has happened. It's just, mm-hmm. like, a continuance of the story, but it's still just as good as the, like, exciting issues. Yeah. What a great job. <laughs> okay, I go?
0: Yeah, you go, I guess.
1: All right. I have this bad idea one-shot. It's called Werewolf. One-shot? Um, I was burping as I was saying it. This is a one-shot werewolf and then the second story is the society of fearless frontiersmen which i did not read that one so i can't give like a totally good review on it i can just say i love the artist who did it because they're the one that did um odin's eye so it like looks really good but the first (laughs) story werewolf is about a guy named moko who is from this um tribe i guess i'm not really i can't remember what he considers them but um they hunt werewolves um and it's something that his people have always done and when he goes on one particular hunt with his dad he gets scared because he's a 10 year old boy and they're going to hunt werewolves and he ends up running and his dad gets killed so he is like shunned from his people he begins drinking a lot when he gets older Uh, kind of loses all of his abilities to hunt werewolves and stuff like that and then in the story he is an adult and he is a prisoner of war essentially. Um, It's during World War II is what it seems like anyway because they're talking about Nazis but he is tasked with hunting the werewolf that has been like bothering them Mm -hmm. and so he kind of like taps into his people's powers and stuff to hunt this one werewolf it's I really really enjoyed it it was a very solid story in my opinion there's like it's all in black and white so Mm. there's like pages where someone is obviously being killed and but there's like (laughs) no blood I guess (laughs) I am gonna show my favorite thing which I sent to champ earlier that is a completely empty panel that just has directions in it I thought was pretty funny um but yeah I did I did really really enjoy this story I like that it was a one shot and for it being like two stories in one it was like the size of an actual comic yeah yeah it looked really good it was a really good story um that's all (laughs) okay
0: uh I got Batman v Robin this is issue number four uh, this gets, uh, this goes on into, like, the first issue of Lazarus Planet, the Omega one, I believe. Is
1: that the whole Lazarus Alpha. event that's happening?
0: Yeah, sorry, Lazarus Planet Alpha is after this. Um, so you just kind of find out, like, all of the stuff that's been happening. You find out how, like, the Lazarus pit's are involved and i do know there's a lot of shit going on i don't really care
1: was it the last issue of that series
0: no there is more i think there's, there's like more. at least two more issues of this so it's like lazarus planet alpha and then this batman robin and then all of the like i guess one shots and shit that come after that okay i don't know like i really like the issue i feel like i'm Talking down about it, but there's just like, there's so much going on in there. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I also just like don't really care. That's fair. So it is what it is. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. We have What's the furthest place from here? This is issue number nine. This continues giving you backstory about like how the houses formed and how everybody kind of came to be. Uh, this issue was drawn by Sweeney Boo.
1: It was so good.
0: Yeah. I really like this issue. I mean, I don't know if it was also, like, Sweeney, Sweeney Boo's art. Mm -hmm. Um, or if it was the story itself. But the ending, like, oddly bummed me out.
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna say, I like the whole, like, I like how this story arc is going into, like, how the houses that we've been following were like formed and stuff and this Mm -hmm. issue in particular goes into Sid like Sid's namesake and how Sid came to exist in this house um I yeah the art is is super good it really I think it was a bummer because we know that like that's what has been happening to them when they Mm -hmm. grow up like not necessarily like every single one of them but it's not like nothing good is going to happen to them after they leave otherwise we would have you know run into them again at some point or we would happen to them but I don't know I think it helps that we got to see them in the in with their people and stuff and then when they grow up like when they leave and like the journey the things that happen to them afterwards Mm -hmm. so we know that they're just not like well you're 18 now you're dead (laughs) like it's there's like a there's a step to it like a whole thing to it yes yeah traditions yes I'm I like that they're going into the history I guess of this story because they just like threw you right into it and we had no idea like what happened before and we've been getting like bits and piece of it pieces of it as the story goes on and I do like how each of these issues also has been done by a different artist Mm -hmm. so it gives like a completely different feel every single time
0: yeah, I feel like I like this this story arc way more than the first story arc. Unfortunately,
1: you know, I do too. Um, uh, my Oberon is my favorite character, and I really, really like that we get to see these characters done by different people because again, it gives a different feeling each time. Mm-hmm. And like, I did like the introduction of the people, but this has more like heart, I think, to it.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that is like the real thing about it is it does feel like it has more like, um, like heart to it.
1: Yeah. And I think I because I also enjoyed this story arc a lot, like the last issue just hit really good. And like Mm -hmm. this one does too, because it's like, I don't know, they're really good at developing these characters and bringing them in and then like making them leave right away. And it's just, it's a very good story. And the story arc in particular has just been brilliant.
0: Agreed. Agreed. That's all we got, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, well. Go support your local comic book shops. <laughs> go take care of your friends. Go take care of each other. Do good things for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are in frigid temperatures, stay inside if you can. Cuddle up with somebody or animals. Get a blanket. Don't go outside. It's not worth it.
1: Yeah, and if you see, if there are any animals, if you see any out there, take them inside with you. I don't care if they're yours or not. Just don't let them sit outside. They don't need to be out there. My dog was outside for like a minute today and it was awful. We had we put like my socks on her paws because she doesn't have her boots and she had a coat and she had one of Brayden's like neck wraps like over her ears. She went, I've never seen her go to the bathroom that fast before and then she was like running inside. Mm -hmm. So don't let don't keep them anyone out there any more than necessary be careful
0: yeah be careful um anyway so we love you thanks for watching and we'll uh see you on the flippity flip